Welcome everyone to episode 78 of the Circle Back Podcast, the show where three great friends get together and just talk about video games. I'm Dan LaMarca. As always, I'm joined by Dan Dufrenoy. Hey Dan, how are you? Doing well, Dan, thank you. Good. And Shelby White. Where was my, hey, how are you? Shelby, <laughs> how are you, my friend? <laughs> it's been a while since we had the whole gang together. Um, the gang's oh, all here. I was sick last time. Dan was sick, yeah. and then Shelby couldn't make it before that. Yeah. It's been since game of the year, I think. Since the last time we were all together in the same room? Well, yeah. Yeah. Shelby, how, how have you been, man? This is, about, this is about as deep as we roll. Dude, how was your New Year's? Everything's okay? <laughs> you all right? Yeah, no, everything's going great. Awesome. Uh, man. I love the beginning of the year because all the game of the year stress is gone. And then I just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, when we go through what we've been playing, a lot of my stuff is extremely old <laughs> because I'm just having so fun it, enjoying. The beginning of years is always like, a, oh, you know what? I can catch up on stuff that I missed mm-hmm. or just say screw it and play whatever whatever you you like (laughs) that's the beauty of it yeah that's the best part um let's jump right into that because i'll I'll get some of the newer stuff out of the way i know there's one big one that finally hit 1.0 that we'll talk about um but i played so part of the xbox game pass i don't know if it was just for pc or if it was for both but the the game bleeding edge by ninja theory Mm -hmm. their beta was out this weekend for that's Xbox the four, game pass four on four uh game yes yeah. so this game is interesting uh it has a lot of overwatch ish dna where it wants to be like a you know hero based ability based uh multiplayer uh you know competitive game mm-hmm. it's just four on four um, they have a bunch of like zany characters with like, you know, interesting abilities. And I like, uh, like the idea of it and some of the abilities are cool because it's third person and it's melee based. It just doesn't feel right. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel very like well balanced to me. I know plenty of people play a lot of like. 3D fighters, like those, you know, Dragon Ball arena type games and stuff. So maybe those kind of players will enjoy this more than I have. Uh, but I played maybe like five, six games of it, tried out some different characters, and I was like, I don't, yeah, no, yeah, no, it. I don't think it. I'm going to play this <laughs> I love Ninja Theory and everything they do, but uh, this I'm not even appealed to this one. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a really, they have some neat ideas, but it's kind of just like a, it feels like a knockoff brand yeah overwatch type of thing so. it's like a hey we're making hellblade 2 as our serious thing and then let's have some fun and make this <laughs> other thing because just test the waters right. but uh yeah. and it, honestly i mean it's not like it's a terrible game or i hate it or something it's just yeah. kind of bland and boring and and i've seen it done better you know mm-hmm. yeah um it's like the same way we feel about the beginning of the year you know they kind of just said ah, yeah. all right yeah it's fine well, uh, game of the year's over. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it, it it's an interesting thing where like I'm like, "Oh, that's a cool character. Those are cool abilities." And then when they're not fun to play as, then it's like, "Hmm. Like so what do we have here?" Yeah. yeah. Wasted so. talent right there. Yeah. <laughs> um that's really all I have to say about Bleeding Edge right now. Obviously, it's it's a beta. Um and it it was only for the weekend. Okay. Last weekend, um, the other new one that I played came out a couple weeks ago. is called Wide Ocean Big Jacket. 
you guys heard of this game? No, I've not. It sounds like a Blink-182 album. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> it's a very small um narrative uh it's almost like visual novel-y because it's all text-based. It's not like there's a lot of gameplay. Uh, but it's about 90 minutes long and two hours long, maybe. Um, and it's just about uh, these two kids who are like boyfriend and girlfriend. They're 13. They go on a camping trip with their with the one with the girl Mord's aunt and uncle. So it's like this kid and her 13 year old boyfriend go on a camping trip with the aunt and uncle, and it's just like a really f- well written like you know touching at times funny at times story uh cut from the same cloth of like a, a short hike or a night in the woods style of like hey this is like wholesome you know a little you know real at times but just really well written um and i just really enjoyed it, it it's like a simple little short experience um, but I, I like the way it looks it has a kind of a unique, like, uh, it's like a blocky 3d art style. Um, but then when they cut to like the dialogue, it'll like be a black and white, like drawing of the person's face with uh-huh. like the writing underneath it. I just like, I, it's just kind of like an endearing game and I, I just played through it in one sitting and was like, oh, that was really, really cool. That's so, awesome. Can yeah. we, I do just want to digress a little bit. Can we like make a compilation of like every time we mention Night in the Woods? I feel like, yeah. <laughs> I feel it, like it's, it. it's Night in the Woods, Dark Souls, <laughs> or Souls games and... Yeah, FromSoft in general, yeah. Bloodborne. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's FromSoft, Night in the Woods, and Outer Wilds. I so feel like we could totally trio. make like a yeah, we could make a compilation oh, that yeah. would last like over two hours of just like <laughs> it's just like Night in the Woods, Night in the Woods, Night in the Woods. Well, Night in the Woods did it so well first. Oh, I am the biggest fan of Night in the Woods. I totally agree. I just think I just it makes me happy. Me too. Um, but yeah, that's Wide Ocean Big Jacket. Um, I, I don't have too much to say about it because it's it's just a 90-minute story-based thing. So I'm not going to you know dive into you know details on that. Best um, game of the year so far? No. <laughs> I'm trying to bring that pressure back. I'm trying no, to. No, it's oh. not. But oh, okay. it's very good. Um, I mean, <laughs> this is a year where Kentucky Route Zero Act Five came out. So how would you consider that? Would you consider that? We'll get into it. We'll get into it. We have the whole year to think about it. Um, but speaking of Kentucky Route Zero, I know, Dan, you I've have been playing it. Been yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm loving it. I'm only, I'm in the middle of the third chapter. And then my dog started throwing up, so I had to stop. And then I just never didn't get back to it. <laughs> you know, he did one of those, and I was like, oh, what's that? <laughs> so I had to put it down, and I didn't get to go back. But it's awesome. Uh, Dan, you played it and you texted me and you gave me the, I wish I still had the text. It was like this beautifully eloquent, like <laughs> description of the game. And it was like, take your time with it and you will enjoy the majesty of the narrative. <laughs> just like Night in the Woods. Like it was like this thing. Straight up critic. Yeah, it was beautiful. <laughs> so Did I, I mentioned Night in the Woods in it. <laughs> no, so. I'm just making that up. But, um, but it's kind of like that because it's a, it's a visual like novel. It's like a narrative based mm-hmm. adventure. I mean, you have choices and i am curious how like if different um you know different you know lines of text that you say how they change the story at all maybe they don't but well when i had talked about the game it might have been just when me and shelby were on or or maybe it was you talked about it yeah yeah last time we and talking about the game it's like you're you're making text choices 
and you're basically like directing the the scene you know like mm-hmm. you're not like things do change based on what you say because you're changing the direction of it like who's talking who are we focusing on right, right, like, right. you know there's a lot of like player and creative you know director uh there's like a dance going on between what they want you to do mm-hmm. and you do see different things based on where you go and you do hear different dialogue based on i mean there's always there's always this school of thought where like the ending needs to have changed in order for these choices to be meaningful but in reality like in fiction what happens on the moment to moment like what conversations you have is part of the story i don't know why that gets kind of overlooked sometimes where it's like you need big meaningful changes like you know video game players in general i'm saying sometimes the complaint is like oh well nothing really changed in the end and it's like your story literally is different because it's you're having different conversations with people and you're learning about this person rather than this person like I don't need the threads to end at a different point. Right. That's almost cheaper, you know? It's yeah. like the writing along the way of what you're experiencing is the story. Yeah. I feel like so many times that gets overlooked yeah. where it's <laughs> like, oh, nothing changed. It's and like, that was beautiful. I think I think you texted me. I think that was in the text you sent me. It about could the game. be. It was like that very well. <laughs> How long was this text I sent you? It was like seven like paragraphs. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> Uh, so you're enjoying it though? But I am enjoying it. I like it's just weird and zany. And I was trying to explain to somebody what it was about. Zany. You think it's zany? I think it's a little zany. <laughs> <laughs> a little trying. Billy zany? <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to explain to someone like what it was about. And like I was just having a very hard time explaining it. But, you know, it just it seems to be like, I don't know. It's 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 so like out there and 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 weird. And the characters are weird and there's just so many surreal elements to it. But yet there's something very personal about it. There's certainly, like you said, those moment to moment interactions with people where someone will just say something or, you know, be happy about something or be enthusiastic about something or be, you know, sad about something. That's just very touching and like a very subtle way. But it ends up like once you finish a chapter, I don't know, you feel like this deep emotional feeling. Mm-hmm. And like, I can't explain why yet. You know, it's like a... It's just like a very profound, you know, if you're into this sort of game, I feel like this game's not for everybody. I, uh, you know, like I, I think, you know, I, I could see why, you know, certain people who I've recommended to as I was playing, I was like, oh, I'm getting into this adventure, you know, you should try it out. We can, you know, take notes and, and compare. And a lot of people that I recommended it to were kind of, you know, eh, like it's not really, you know, my style. I don't really like what, it, what, it's, what it's doing. But for me, I love narrative based games i love i love interesting characters and this game is yeah is full of it so you know I, i'm curious how the chapters progress because i'm i'm excited to keep playing for sure the best description i i have heard for it is that the like literally it's the next great american novel is a video game and it's kentucky Route Zero awesome. because that's how it feels of like it has that same spirit of like great novels that yeah. are like you, you know not only is it because it's very well written and it's weaving its way through but it feels very literary in the way that it moves mm-hmm. you know where it's like it's slow and plotting and uh wants you to drink in the atmosphere around it right. so it, it takes time talking about how the world is in this area or whatever so like you know i think it's a 
I mean, for me, it's like, you know, brilliant and amazing. But I understand a lot of players might get into it and be like, oh, well, this is, you know, not for me. Mm -hmm. I totally get that. But if this is for you, oh man, I think it's like really, really yeah. excellent, and and it just gets better and better. I'm excited for you to to continue going through. Yeah, it. Yeah, I'm enjoying my time with it, you know, very much. And I just like how, like you said, you know, every landscape, every area that you go to, it like it has its own. It's like it's like its own world, its own like you know mm-hmm. dichotomy of of interactions and, you know. Yeah, I know it's a mysteries it's, to it's a special little thing, and and the more you dig into like the universe that they're building out, the more rewarding it is. And and that's a pretty cool thing. Well, even uh, just playing, I'm sorry, I just cut you off. You didn't even just playing like the little in between the chapters. There's like little, well, I, cause I got the, uh, the TV edition. Yeah. So it has, the they're, interludes all, as they're well. all like that now, even if okay. you have it on PC, the newest update, uh, okay. like I changed it. To that. So even interludes, like the first interlude, you, you're, you're like in this museum and you're looking at all this art and you're like, what is it? And you meet, um, in the second chapter, you meet the character that's like a failed like artist, but like quickly, mm-hmm. but like it's just like very cool that they offer that sort of. It was very. Um, it reminds me of like uh, David Foster Wallace, like Infinite Jest, that sort mm-hmm. of just like where there's just like all these like weird tangents that you don't need to know about, but it's so like interesting, mm-hmm. you know, the, how there is this sort of like in depth narrative to every little thing and every oh, yeah. person that you encounter so like i really appreciate which it. one what's the second interlude i forget that's when we're they're at the bar um and it's uh, the play it's the play yeah, yeah yeah at the the bartender in the that's really one of my favorite yeah it's because so you're like what like at first you're like what, what is this like is this what like how do you beat this have you gotten interlude? to that area in act three yet yes i got to the bar you did that whole bar scene mm-hmm. with the song and everything. Yeah, that was cool. It's pretty good. That was cool. But even that too, like that bartender, such an. This is and this is where I, I this is where the, uh, you know, my soul comes out, and I love this this sort of thing wow. <laughs> in in any sort of art. But how like in that scene, that bartender is like so insignificant. Yeah, you know, he's just there, just to you know, oh, I'm waiting for entertainment. Mm-hmm. But like you know, his entire like plight and his entire dilemma because you had that interlude. Now the characters that you're playing as don't know it, mm-hmm. but like you know it, and he's so insignificant. But yet he has a whole world, like around him, and like I really like yeah. that. I you know yeah, I think it's a really special thing. I'm I'm super happy that it came out as excellent as it did uh, because we waited a long time for Act Five, and and I absolutely adore Act Five. So yes, yeah, so excited you by, get there. By next time I. Uh, I see you guys. Hopefully, I beat it. Yeah, maybe, maybe. maybe. Um, no be- promises. Before we, through. you're getting there. Yeah, you're getting there. It's only like a five-hour game. I should have like gotten there. <laughs> like <laughs> Act Five is ago. the shortest one, uh, but I think Act Four might be the biggest. Each act is about five hours. Is that what no you're the whole entire oh, the whole experience? Oh. It's definitely not five. It's probably about ten altogether. Okay. Oh, okay. You probably put it in three at least. Maybe. Yeah. Um. But all right, that's Kentucky Route Zero for now. We'll check back in with Dan. Oh, so I did want to ask one question, though. Oh, sure. Nah. Okay. <laughs> next. What do you got? Good. Do you consider, since Act 5 came out, is this is Kentucky Route Zero considered a 2020 game? Yeah. Uh, like I said, we, we have we have a year <laughs> to, to figure this out. Because um, the first part came out 2013, I believe. Yeah. 
So what are we considering this? Like uh, when? How yeah, can we? Cla- spin. How do we quantify it? How do we? Uh, that's that's something. How do we talk about that's a game of the year? We might have to do off mic to to make that decision. No, lots of deliberating. Let our let our adoring public of, know uh, our thought process. Lots of voting and vetoing. So you know, <laughs> we don't want to get into uh, legislation here. All right. Um, but <laughs> uh, before we thank you, thank you for that, Dan. Appreciate your thoughts on Kentucky Route Zero. <laughs> I want you to uh, yeah, you got to continue it. No playing. Um, I before we get into the big one, which is dreams. Um, I want to run through some older games that I had jumped into since we last were on here. Uh, I'll briefly say Legends of Ruterra, that League of Legends card game, mm-hmm. continues to be like amazing and like i just the more i play it the more i'm enjoying it like it's really really excellent um and especially coming from somebody that did not has never played league of legends Mm -hmm. and as a dota guy uh i think the fact that this is grabbing me as strongly as it is 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 pretty freaking cool um which one all right so I'll talk about The Witcher Tale. Uh, it's Thronebreaker, The Witcher Tales. This game came out end of 2018. And it's like a it's like a smaller game in the universe of The Witcher 3. And you are basically, do you know Gwent is like the in-game card game of The Witcher? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So basically it's a game where all the combat is Gwent. So it looks like a CRPG kind of where like it's isometric and you're running around this like overworld talking to characters, stuff like that. And then when you battle, you have a Gwent match against them and they, they will be either like, like a lot of times they're like puzzle fights. So it'll be like, all right, there are these four drowners and they have specific abilities where it's like, Oh, if, if both, if everyone in this lane is an even number, then they do a certain amount of damage or they regenerate their health or something. And it's like, you're like puzzling out, all right, what's the perfect move so that I can beat this in one turn? Really neat. And then the other matches are like actual Gwent battles where like you're going up against somebody, you're using your deck, they're using theirs and you're, you're playing it. Um, I like it, but I don't love it. Okay. It feels a little like... It's got a cool art style. It's like a it's like a hand drawn. It's almost reminds me of like Darkest Dungeon a little bit, where it's like hand drawn, kind of like uh, paper craft looking a little bit. Um, but it's not. It, it leaves something to be desired in the style department for sure. Um, and and I think maybe for me, Gwent was never my like favorite thing. And I, like I like this game. I, I want to keep playing it, but it it didn't grab me in a time where I was looking for something to grab me because I don't have much to play. I kind of moved on. I kind of played like five hours of it and then kind of moved on. Yeah. Um, I think it's like a like a twenty to thirty hour RPG based around these Gwent mechanics. Uh, it's a really neat idea. I just I didn't love it the way that I was thinking I might. All right. Um, Does it add more story based lore to? Yeah, the world of the Witcher. Definitely, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's on the periphery, uh, and from where I got to, I don't know how much it intertwines with like main Witcher story, but you know, yeah. it it's all like I like that universe a lot, and it just you know it feeds in little things here and there that I really thought were right. pretty cool, um, and it does weird things like it, you make choices when you 
like you, you get you walk into a town you're like you're the you're the queen or, or somebody important and you walk into the town and like oh the the townspeople put all the elves and dwarves and goblins and whatever into cages because they thought that they were like poisoning the food or something what do you want to do side with the the shitty racist like townsfolk or free the the elves and, and dwarves and so when you free them it'll be like all right plus um you know it, it'll be like plus morality and minus like your your uh, army's morale or something and little things like that <clears throat> it just all kind of feels a little like half-baked okay you know like nothing is like really that consequential or that like uh enthralling in the narrative where it would like pull it through uh it's just all kind of like yeah it's pretty good yeah so it didn't didn't really grab me okay um but one older game that did definitely grab me is path of exile path of exile is a very popular diablo style online game okay that has been around since 2013 and I have always, always, like, heard great things about this game. I just never really cared that much. Like, I loved Diablo and Diablo 2 back in the day. When Diablo 3 came out, I played it, and I was like, wow, that was fun. But I was never, like, over the moon with it. It wasn't, like, something I wanted to play with friends and, like, go online or whatever. Path of Exile is... So, the reason this came... The reason this even popped into my head is because... There's a game out now called Wolsen, W-O-L-C-O-N-C-E-N, and it is like a blatant Diablo-style, you know, rip-off game, basically, but they built their own things, and it's beautiful, it looks really cool, and I was like, ooh, this is a new game that came out of early access, it's full release, and it's a Diablo-style game, maybe I should give it a try. Everything I'm reading and seeing about it is that it's super buggy uh. and, you know, like maybe give it some time. Like it's really good what they have here. The gameplay is really fun. The the RPG systems in it are great. Like maybe give it a little time. So I was like, well, Path of Exile is free to play and I never played it and it's that kind of game. So let me jump in and it's just so good. Yeah, at, okay. yeah it's so good at what it's doing. Like it wants... Basically, Path of Exile's push when it came out was Diablo 3 came out. It's not the same team that made Diablo 1 and 2. So it feels kind of like sanitized. So it's like there's no more um, inventory management. You can carry as many things as you want, basically. Um, The skills are all like you don't choose down a skill tree, really. It's like you just kind of get all the skills and then you choose which ones you want. Like it... It feels like a more accessible, more friendly version of Diablo. Okay. Path of Exile was like, what if it was a sequel, like a real sequel to Diablo 2, instead of being this new version of what Diablo is, um, down to like the font treatments and the, the inventory, like the way it looks, it's like identical to Diablo 2. And it's just really nice. Like it's like a, it's like a warm, cozy blanket. It's like, like a nostalgia right in the air. Yeah, but it's just... But the things that it does that are new, I love. And this isn't, you know, anyone that's that's played, um, you know, these kind of games, this isn't new to them because this game has been out since 2013. Um, but, yeah, I uh, I absolutely am loving Path of Exile. 
and it's it seems like it's going to be a game where I can just jump back in and play a few hours. Oh, you know? those are the best. Yeah. Yeah. So I you have it, a little it, downtime. Exactly. It's it's been a ton of fun, and I I just it, it kind of came out of nowhere for me because I was like, oh, Path of Exile. Everyone always talking about that, and if you look at like Twitch, it's always like. League of Legends, uh, Overwatch, Counter Strike, Hearthstone, and Path of Exile. Or like, really, it's one of the big games. Wow, yeah, that's uh, really cool. Yeah, so well, I'm I, glad you're enjoying, Dan. I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, and it's actually out on consoles too. It's out on PS4 and Xbox One, and I think it's free to play there too. Uh, so I'd recommend giving it a try if even if you don't have a PC. I think it's just a really, really neat game. That's great. Yeah. Um, sorry, give me one second here. How about you, Shell? Any games you've been been playing? Nothing like that. I mean, I I wish I could go back and play some of like the uh, old games. That's usually what I do in the beginning of the year. And just sit there and I'm like, you know what? I haven't played this in two years. Let's play. You know? Yeah. Uh, haven't done that yet. I will. All right. We got time. All, All right. right. <laughs> I know. Well, when's the, what's the next big game that's coming out? Um. Well, March 11th is Ori. Right. Most of the big ones got pushed back. Yeah. But not not much. So Ori all right. Okay. March eleventh is Ori and then March twentieth is the is it Animal, the Animal Crossing, Crossing didn't, Doom didn't, Day. The first Ori Blind Forest went to Switch now, right? Yeah. It's been there, yeah. It's yeah. been there for a while. But now. now the new one is only for the Xbox still. Right? They're owned by Yeah. Xbox. That's just really annoying. They're owned yeah. by Microsoft. Well for um, me it's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess I'll just have to go buy an Xbox. <laughs> Uh, probably th- cheap now, Disney, right? With the, was, new, uh, yeah, with the new one called, coming out. Might as well. You know what's funny? I don't, you know, we, we can get into this at a later time when we're done talking about what we've been playing, but I just want to say, I don't think I'm going to need to buy the new Xbox because I have a PC. Yeah. Mm. I don't think I'm going to. I legit just had this conversation the other day with Ralph. Yeah. Talking, because he was saying the same thing. He's like, I'm a PC gamer. I'm probably not going to buy an Xbox. But I don't, <laughs> you don't need it. Yeah, like they're literally saying every single Microsoft first-party game will be on PC, and then I, I mean I can't imagine third-party exclusives being only on Xbox right. and not yeah. on PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. That's interesting to me. I know Sony is dabbling with. I remember we had talked a couple episodes ago about the the rumored leaks uh, that event hasn't happened yet, mm-hmm. um, but one of the big things was. Uh, uh, Horizon being on PC, and we know Death Stranding is coming to PC at the end of this year. So it's like if Sony starts doing that too, I mean, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. You know, like this is a fully customizable, upgradable machine that you can buy parts for <laughs> instead of buying a brand new one. Yeah, every right. Seven years, you know. Um, but anyway, to, to digress, uh, I'll talk quickly about the two other uh, older games that I've been playing. Um, this is an interesting one because I don't really know how I started playing it. I don't know why. I think I was playing Scourgebringer, uh, and I was like, you know, I want some like real roguelike. I want I want that feeling. I almost da- re-downloaded Binding of Isaac, which I played like a hundred hours of, you know, five, six, seven years ago. Um, but I played this game called Monolith. And it came out in 2017, and it's basically a twin-stick shooter in the style of like a Super Stardust or a Geometry Wars. Uh, Top-down, you're, you're a ship, and you shoot with the right stick, you move with the left stick. 
but it's a roguelike twin stick shooter that is really really good at being that style of roguelike where it's like you get in you're you're finding different rooms that upgrade your weapons you're finding shopkeepers you know and it just feels really good to play and it's just it knows what it's doing with that roguelike format and it's really fucking good last year i think it was like december like late december 2019 they release a new content like expansion that's like you know this big new addition with like new weapons new enemies new bosses uh and i maybe that's why i got on my radar because people were talking about good things about that yeah um so jumping into this game for the first time it was really really cool I, it's always good when you go back and play old games and they're good you know yeah, like it, right, yeah. you, you never want to be like ah oh, i, I, sh- I should have just skipped this you know? <laughs> this, game, this game monolith is like such a tiny game though like it never was like super popular yeah. you know like there are only like 50 steam reviews or something like it's like a smaller game but it's really excellent and and i wish it got a little more attention um but i i love it i think it fits right in as like a fun return to jump in play a couple runs of roguelike uh it's really really good awesome i remember when dead cells came out in 2018 i was like i like this but for some reason i'm not in love with it in the way that a lot of people are like a lot of people talk about dead cells like it's like one of the best roguelikes and it never like scratched that for me didn't do it for you like I like the game. I think it's really cool. I don't know what it, it where maybe it fe- with all the different powers you get, it feels like imprecise sometimes. Like it, it feels like very like overwhelmed. Like you're shooting lightning out and mm-hmm. you're while you're attacking and you're gaining health and you're trading health for damage and you're, like there was so many Too modifiers on. on. Like there's something nice about like this is what it's going for and it's just nailing it you know like because nothing touches spelunky in my mind for this kind of thing where it's just like you learn its rules and those are the rules now just execute you know and it's like there's not like there are there are variations you know like oh in this one i found a jetpack in this one i you know dug up a shotgun so i don't have to kill a shopkeeper in order to get a shotgun whatever it's a million variations but you can adapt on the fly. And I feel like in some of these types of games, it's like the game is working out its build for you and you're just learning on the way mm. and then you're never having that same build again. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, there's something different there where I'm like Spelunky is, is it? So anything that like... Anything not Spelunky sucks. Well, <laughs> anything, anything that works in the same space as a Spelunky... Yeah is is more up my alley i think than than something because i think about like rogue legacy rogue legacy is more like dead dead cells okay i really like rogue legacy me too the reason i think rogue legacy worked more for me is because of those weird powers they felt unique where it was like yeah yeah. you're like each you know you're choosing what which ancestor you want to (laughs) be based on you know their abilities whatever like that that felt like a unique thing to mm-hmm. me but it definitely feels of the same ilk of a dead cells and again i'm saying i like that game a lot i'm not, I like, I'm not like too, sh- yeah shit talking that game i'm just saying it just wasn't spelunky it well i mean what is spelunky you know? <laughs> <laughs> what is spelunky tough bar 
Um, so is that a Jeopardy answer? <laughs> I think uh, I think that sequel's coming out soon. Yeah, it's gotta I, be I think it's soon. coming out pretty soon. Yeah. Like tomorrow? Like <laughs> like in a month or two? Wow. Let's see. We'll see. Did they say? No. No. I just uh, think so. We'll see. Kind of got a hunch, huh? You f- um, I feel like you know. I don't know. Like, you're like yeah, smirking. You're the fucking inside you're scoop like, Yeah, you're like, like smirking like, like you know <laughs> the answer. The last old game that I want to talk wow. about is uh, Hunt Showdown. Hmm. Terrible name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a really cool, unique game. Uh, it came out on Steam in early access, I think, two years ago. Hold on, before you even say anything, Hunt Showdown, what do you think the kind yeah, of game Yeah, what kind of game is? do you think it is? What kind of game is it? Oh, I feel it's like a... Like it feels a, like a big deer hunter to me. I'm thinking like an <laughs> archery, yeah. I want like a like an archer, like, oh, you know, over the shoulder, you okay. know, Lynx no, no, crossbow no. training. Straight bowling alley, picking the shotgun up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's what it sounds like. But well, ahead. it's definitely not either of those. <laughs> oh, um, okay. The reason I'm even talking about it is because it just came out to consoles for the first time on February 18th. Um, it is a... Hmm. It's a tough one to describe. Uh, it's kind of a battle royale, but it's 20 players on a map. Damn. And the object of the game is to kill these big boss-type enemies and get their loot and then escape with the loot. That's the object of the game. Now, where, the interesting thing is it's kind of a... Are you versing these other 19 So people? here's the thing. All it's right. It's kind of like... Left for Dead mixed with a battle royale. So it's like you and your partner get dropped in and there are 10 other duos, right? Okay. There are random zombies that are not player characters that you kill to like get XP, whatever. And then, like I said, there are these big boss encounters. If you come across another squad, you can kill them. You cannot. You can run away. Whatever. If they have loot and you kill them, do you get it? Yes. Yeah, okay. This is where it gets interesting is yeah. your... So there's a lot to unpack it with this game, but the big thing is it feels like a horror game. Beca- not only because it's scary, the sound design is, is crazy. The first boss I fought was a, sp- a giant spider, and it was terrifying. But not only was it a giant spider... They designed it so that it literally like crawls on the ceiling and then will like jump at you and it's like terrible. Like it. It's like the Hobbit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. So, what you're doing is, God, there's so much to talk about with it. But in game, in match, it's you and your partner sneaking around. You can hear noises all over the place. So if you scare like this group, it it's it's in that same like. Uh, class of classification of games as like evolve right okay. so it's like that isometric or the 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 cooperative but you have these big enemies that you're taking down so you're all competing for the same boss to kill so if you like fire off a gunshot at a little zombie now other people know where you are so it's that got that battle royale feel of like where oh, oh shit now we gotta like take cover you know make sure no one comes you might run across and scare a bunch of birds that fly up that people hear and they'll go after. Um, when you're fighting the boss, you hear the boss screaming, you hear the, the shots going off, everyone converges on that yeah, one yeah. spot. Ooh. It's insane. Is it, is it one big boss per? Yes. Okay, all right. So everybody's kind of looking for that boss. Yes. All right. And what you're doing is you're actually scouting. So like there will be clues around. And what the clues do 
if you find it, you like go over to it, hold and swear on it, whatever. It will tell you that a boss is not in this corner of the map. Uh, yeah, exactly. So you're narrowing it down right. by finding these clues, but everyone's competing for the same clues and the same. Right, so someone can get lucky and just find the cool. boss. Like they could just walk. Or you're not lucky because you didn't find any like equipment in the world yeah. and you've come across them too quickly. You now know? you're slowly taking his health down and somebody comes in for the kill. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So it's got a lot of really interesting like competitive layers to it. Yeah. Um, that's cool. And then it gets even more interesting when you look at the external progression system. So, like, if your character dies in the game, they're dead. Like, that character with those stats and those weapons and everything. Oh, they're just shit. gone. So, like, sometimes it's better to be like, uh, I'm just cutting and running. Like, I'm keeping my... Because when you kill the zombies and stuff, you gain experience for that character. Okay. So, like so you're actually character leveling up that character outside of the game. If they die, you got to start from the beginning? Yeah. Does that, uh, so you, there's okay. a recruitment pool. So you pay the in-game currency to recruit a new character. Okay. And you gain that currency by, you know, escaping with different treasures. Obviously, when you get away with the boss thing, you get a ton of stuff. Yeah. Um, but you can, like, kind of, like, sneak around, just grab some stuff and get the hell out. You might come across somebody, kill them, get their insane weapon that you've never had enough money to get. And be like, see ya, I got, I got a cool weapon, I'm wow. gone. You could be super good at this game and never kill the big boss, <laughs> <Yeah>. basically. <laughs> it's just so interesting to me. Like, this yeah. is something that is very unique that I'm having a ton of fun with. That's really cool. I, I think I was pretty close with Big Buck Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah. it's also just a, like, really hard, really brutal shooter where it's it's not your apex where you need to put in, you know, a hundred bullets into somebody. It's yeah. like you get a couple good headshots, that person's dead, <laughs> you know? So it's like, good. it's really, really cool. Awesome. Um, Hunt Showdown. Hunt Showdown. Terrible, terrible name, but it didn't stop it from being very, very popular on Steam. So I'm sure that will continue now that it's out on consoles. Um, yeah. If that sounds interesting to you, I mean, give it a try. It's it's tough and it's, it's brutal, but it's really, really cool. Are you playing on steam or i'm playing on ps4 ps4 right. yeah it's it's super fun and it's it's one it's one of the most unique multiplayer experiences i've had so it's fun to to like you know try it with other people and be like oh man this is like because it's actually really fucking scary <laughs> like it's legitimately like you, you you're hearing noises and you're like looking yeah. around <laughs> like where where you know and and the sound design is great because you like like it's like this horrible terrible like all these levels are like <laughs> you know discussing like old they're like dogs in cages and there's like dead people on the ground oh and stuff God. so like you're you're like around every corner you're like oh what's going on Ugh. but it's really really good um yeah it feels like left for dead meets battle royale that's pretty cool and it's it's really really cool that's really cool yeah um all right so the big one Dreams is officially out. Hell yeah. What do you think? I love it. It's really good. I love every yeah. second of it, dude. Uh, Dreams is so interesting because it's like a... It's such a weird balance. So have you been doing any creation stuff or you've just been... Mostly. Mostly creation? Yeah. But then I'll like... Yeah. I'll kind of hit like a wall and I'm like, ah, I just can't figure this out. Like yeah. whether it's a logic thing or something. And then I just kind of bounce around a few levels. I have a blast because 
god damn people are good at creating stuff <laughs> yeah they are and then i get like inspired when i see something i'm like all right i'm going back in you know like and then doing stuff. i love like creating something and then being like and then playing someone's level and being like wait I want to use, I'm yeah. going to borrow that character design because oh, they, yeah. mo- they move so well. Yeah. Like I'm going to take that I, and then I'm going to make him in my level. One you know? of the characters I tried to create, I couldn't like, I took the base puppet and, um, which has your double jump, you mm. run, blah, blah. But then I found this other character that did a double jump. He spun, he swung, swung his tail, you know, mm. like he did all the things I really wanted in a character. So I took it and I, took that character and I created like morphed it, just changed it myself because I wanted the logic on it um, and how the puppet worked. So I was like, do I copy that or do it? Like I did it two different ways. I literally took the character he created, posted it twice. I did one where I tried to just recreate what he did, which is hard as hell. Oh yeah. Um, And the other one, I just copied the logic, put it onto a different puppet to see what I could do with it. And you could just do anything. Mm -hmm. Like it's, and it's really cool. It's really and some of these creations that I'm coming across, because I've been mostly just like seeking out like on like forums and stuff like, oh, what what do people think is the best stuff out there right now? Because some of the most popular stuff is really, really cool. Yeah. And some of it is just completely uninteresting to me. Like uh, people are obsessed with like remaking yeah. like levels of other games. And it's like, that's cool, but... It's not like that's really not what that they were, interesting. Yeah. So, like the Ocarina. so what's the difference between the beta? I mean, I know there's a All difference, right, so, but yeah. so what happened was what they? it's a forty dollar game. Yeah. So there there was no I remember we paid forty dollars yeah. and we were like, Oh, maybe we'll pay the extra twenty for the story or whatever. It's not, it's forty bucks. Like it just people who had the beta or the early access actually got to play a few days earlier. The game came out on a Friday. Wait, so I, I had the beta. You have the game, yeah. Then you have the game. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. yeah. Did you pay the 40 bucks when you got the yeah. early access? So yeah, you yeah, have yeah. the game. Yeah. Uh, Whoa. So it ca- the game came out on a Friday, but the game came out fully for early access people that Tuesday. The 11th. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. But the biggest differences are they change a lot of the tutorials of how they work. Right. They added master classes and stuff. Yeah. Added okay. Stuff. Added okay. a ton of that the stuff. The base layout kind of looks different when you're scrolling through, mm-hmm. which is fine. I mean, that's what the point of putting the beta the early access when you jump out into the is, game yeah. they like take you through how to set up your home space yep. a little a lot more than they did before right but it's the same in that you you can either play people's creations or you can also make your own thing mm-hmm. and that's same thing you okay can mm-hmm. design your home space they they've curated collections so when you when you for, first start because you have to go through a few of the tutorials again um just to be able to unlock edit mode so when you go into it they give you a collection called the ancient ruins collection and you have to make a level out of it Mm -hmm. like and they just show you like a a basic one you have to make a level out of that collection and they have tons of collections they'll be like all right you want to make something but you don't you suck at making characters suck at level design here's a bunch of pre-made stuff that all fit into this one collection go have fun with it you know cool Mm -hmm. um it's it's super cool it really is and you could do anything i've seen 8-bit games 2d side scrollers Mm -hmm. 3d platformers first person shooters everything um, and they give you that ability. And like he said, they added much more tutorialization. So they have like your beginner stuff, which was on the beta. They have like an intermediate stuff, which I think was on there too. They added master classes okay. from the media molecule creators themselves. Cool. Yep. Um, who kind of go in and show you how to do stuff. And I'll tell you what, my favorite thing is actually, if you go on their YouTube channel and they're doing this so right is since early access for years, they've been putting out like every week they'll put out a community thing. Um, where on their YouTube channel, they'll go over their favorite 
like mm-hmm. like top twenty games that have mm-hmm. come out and tutorials and their their master That's creators a lot are of what putting was, out I've videos. Been in on, yeah. Oh, dude, it's the they're doing it's really it so right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's just it's a really impressive tool set and uh and much like what we would say about the best times with Little Big Planet, it's like if you're not the creative type, you have really really cool experiences that you can just, you know, go in and try. I mean, so many different types of games the 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 geometry wars like i was talking about there are so many good like really good well-playing geometry wars games and then there's this like you know 3d platforming game that takes you through all these different areas that are all like you know the guy made the music and did voice acting and you know like there's so much it's it's really cool to see too when you when you jump into a level and you see somebody gives their credits and they'll be like hey i created this game but this guy did the music this Mm -hmm. guy um made the character or something what what which ones have you jumped into that you do you know any off bat and yeah i've I've been writing them down the ones that i really i didn't write really struck me all um but there's one called heroes of eldranor did you try this i have not it's it's you choose between three different classes in the beginning it's like these three characters sitting around a fire you choose between one of the three and they're all like fully modeled 3D. Uh, it's like a 3D RPG, basically. And it's just a beta of how the three of them play with all their different abilities. So like there's a sword and shield guy. And it feels really good to play with them. Like you put up your shield, you block, and then you start swinging. Uh, he has like if you hit R1, you do like a spin attack. Uh, and he uses like magic. But then when you hit enemies, you regain it. There's a mage that has different spells. There's a rogue that, and they all play really well. It's not like a fully fledged game. It's like a it's like a play concept. Space, like yeah, a it's yeah, it's yeah. like an open with like a enemy spawner, and you're just kind of like going like that. But they built out like a, a dialogue tree system that they want to implement in the full game when it comes out. But that's cool, man. That's you see a lot of those too. A lot of people putting up stuff and then like WIP, like work in progress. Yeah. Okay. So like they'll build this and they're basically saying like, Hey, I want to show this off, yeah. but I'm not done with it. Yeah, yet, which exactly. Is, and it gets people so hyped because you can follow a creator. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so you can see as a progress, it'll like update yeah. you and like, Oh like, yeah, yeah. You can follow a creator when they upload stuff. You can like their stuff so that you're kind of like following it mm-hmm. uh, in that sense too. And so that it gets more, like they have a popularity thing. Like it's yeah. basically like scrolling through Netflix, you know, like when you're going down mm-hmm. and you can go through what's the most liked, what's the most right, popular right, right. played, yep. stuff like that. Yep. That sounds really cool. I haven't seen uh, that one. Check yet. that one out. And then the Pilgrim. Have you played the Pilgrim? Incredible. So good. The Pilgrim is incredible. It's I'm like, so happy you brought that it's up. just this awesome, like it's, it's a, it's like a, you know, story based platformer where you just, you're, you're this, this little wizard looking guy. And he goes, as he progresses, you, he goes into different, like, levels. And they're all completely different. And sometimes they pl- change up the gameplay. Like, it'll go from a 3D platformer to a 2D side-scroller to, like, a top-down shooter. Um, and the music is amazing throughout it. The art is really, really good. There's this one moment where you take, like, a hot air balloon through the clouds. And the way the clouds are drawn and stuff are just incredible. Uh, I think that's a really, really cool one. It's so good. It's really good. So and good. then there was something that I saw. It was called like Mountains and Rain or Mountains and, just and a River or something. Like yeah. That. And yeah. it's just art. 
And it's ridiculous. Yeah. I can't even fathom how they <laughs> did it's this. It's crazy. Like, so when you go, did you play any of the early access, Dan? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah play a right. bunch of it, yeah. So like when you're going through, you can either create a scene, which is basically a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can create an element, which is just anything that people can take and put in their stuff. Or you create a showcase, uh, which mm-hmm. I, th- I saw that one. That's the showcase, I believe. Oh, know? it's ridiculous. So cool to see yeah. like how you can be that detailed with these. Yeah. Did you see there was a showcase called B5 something? It's a robot. Yes. Kind of looks like Ultron. And the only is it like opens and it says like it's, some like it's short bit of dialogue. dialogue yeah. And then you can just like look at it. Yeah. And it's modeled And you could take the, the effects out of it yeah. and put the effects. But it's incredible. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it was by um this one. I think I know. I think his name was like disgraced x or something like that yeah. i want to say it's Very, so good yeah um there was one that was really cool because he didn't even change the puppets at all um called um a, a surreal story or something like that oh i uh, saw hello I world a surreal short yeah. that's what it's called. i didn't play it but i saw it dude so good yeah i gotta oh, check it so out so good um that one's really cool there was i tried to look at different types of games to see what people were doing obviously yeah. you have like the pilgrims a 3d platformer kind of like super mario but you get like cool stuff uh there was an isometric top down called wind up yeah that's really cool yeah. like well done looks like a game you would right. buy on right. steam you know like uh that one was really cool there's I, one that sorry to cut you off yeah. there's one that i played called blade blade gunner yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I see and that one. And it's literally Rezogun. Yeah. <laughs> like if you if you ever play Rezogun on PS4, which is like one of my favorite like shooters yeah. ever, uh, it's literally that. Wow. Like it doesn't control quite as smoothly as obviously the you know the yeah. House Mark makes is amazing at making those kind of games, but like it's that <laughs> like they made that yeah. where like you're going around it's a cylinder shooter where you're going around the, the yeah. outside of a you're like spinning around a, a central point. There's uh, one, one called like Gem Waller or something like that too. Did you see that? You play like a little the sloth. Is yeah, that what you're saying? yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't that think one. it's called Gem Waller, but no, it, it's, it's something not, like but that. It's something, yeah. yeah. So good. It's like to, uh, Toad's Treasure Tracker kind yeah, of. That's empty, what it's like. Know, like yeah. Um. So it's it really is incredible yeah. what people are doing. It's neat, man. And for me, it's exciting because it's like I kind of have like this weird like thought about dreams where it's like these people that are putting hundreds of hours into building something, would they have be better spent like getting a unity license on their PC and like actually designing a video game that they can sell for a commercial product? Like, I don't know. But the fact that they, the thing that I love about this is it's a small barrier to entry. You have a PS4, it's $40. Right, anybody can. This is a nice, like, starting point for people that are interested in games. And and the creation tools are intuitive enough, and the tutorials are extensive. So, like, I don't think there's something that's this easy to onboard into, especially because you can borrow things from... I mean, I know that, you know, they do similar things with with Unity, uh, where you have, like... uh, basically a database of of models and stuff that you can use and then you change it before you you know make your actual game um but i don't think there's anything even remotely close to how easy this is to get into that part i love but i I do sometimes think about people that are building like entire games and spending hundreds and hundreds of hours like i know that's fun in and of itself and you're enjoying it but it's like when you're making an actually like really good product 
Yeah, right. It always, it's always that question where it's like, hmm, like right. maybe you should have just made a game and, well, and sold it and made money. <laughs> down the line, what they've said, because um, I was watching a, a stream when they released the, the game, is yeah. down the line, they want to create a separate part of the game for people to sell. Like really? They, yeah, oh, they want okay. they, they want people to create games that they can eventually sell. How I don't know how they're going to do yeah. it. I, I have no clue. Work? Um, but Media Molecule hired somebody from the yeah, I've heard that from the yeah. cr- oh, that's cool. early stuff. I think he was the guy who did the llama games or something yeah. like that. That's cool. Um, but yeah, I do. I remember them talking about that. I said in my head too. I was like, how the hell they how the hell do, you that, do you that, know? that? Yeah, especially now you got these people who are creating for hours, and then like eventually that'll come out, and they'll be like, well, I did all that shit that for was free, it. you know. Yeah. Like, Know. Who knows? It's tough, but yeah. it's also extremely interesting and it's yeah. magical when it works and it's like really fucking cool. Um, the thing that I absolutely love is seeing people's like splash screens of like their company names and yeah. stuff. Dude, like so it'll good. load up and it'll just be like a company logo that pops in and then it'll, like it's just so yeah. cool to be like, man. It's like game created by and oh, it's the yeah. guy's username. That's you know? cool. Yeah. But they'll like actually make a real one, yeah. Like a real company, like I- instead of it saying Naughty Dog, like presented yeah. by Naughty Dog, like they'll have like screens like that, yeah. which are That's so awesome with their own made up name. You know, That's I th- cool. I think it's really no, super cool. So I'm, I'm, you got to delve into a few of the games. Yeah, no, for sure, especially since I already I've own been it. Doing the same. It's <laughs> so cool. I didn't even realize. Yeah, it's great. No, it's it's really really cool. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited to just dip in every once in a while and see what what the big stuff is. Awesome. Know? One thing I've been doing is, and I can't do it. I I keep trying, but I suck at it. Is they've created the ability to now use because you use a controller and that controls your imp. Yeah. Um, they've created the ability to use motion controllers. Yep. I the move suck. controller yeah I fucking yeah. blow at it I'm, I'm, i've been trying so hard because it's like it definitely makes stuff easier but it's hard to do it definitely makes sculpting easier yeah I'll tell you that still super super because you can literally grab a piece to yeah, hold it in place and then do like, what sculpt you want. it oh, yeah. like okay. this you know so that's what i've been working on yeah but it's tough yeah it's super tough <laughs> Yeah, well, but, uh, I'm enjoying every at streams. Of it. Yeah, we'll, we'll be checking in a lot. I'm sure yeah. over the year. Yeah, I gotta check that um, out. And I think it. that is it for what we've been playing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> couple quick news things, and then we have a fun little bonus that we want to do. Um, Animal Crossing Direct just came out. I think February 20th. Um, showed off some of the stuff. Um, we're not gonna go into detail about it. I just wanted to bring it up. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's it's just kind of a showcase of of like exciting things for oh hey you remember Animal Crossing is fantastic and it really is I mean I'm just so so excited for that game they did that before Pokemon came out too, yeah they, they, they like Pokemon. doing that yeah. I mean they like doing the direct initially to like show the game yeah. and then they like doing the direct right before it comes out just to be like hey just in case you forgot yeah this game's I coming I can't wait I'm excited so March 20th is gonna be a fun fun day. Um, and then the other big news one for me is Sony pulling out of PAX East, um, yeah. citing concerns of the coronavirus. Um, obviously, the coronavirus is is a legitimate concern. Um, I the more I've read about it lately, it seems like a, the the number of reported cases are actually going down for the first time since it's been announced, which is a good good sign. I feel, and I don't want to, um, you know, downplay the importance of this. And I understand that it is, uh, 
it is definitely a real concern for people. Um, I think that Sony, it's a pretty convenient reason for them to just not go to this show where they may not, you know, need to go, you know, like, uh, I know they said initially last of us part two will be playable at PAX. Yeah. Uh, so that's not happening anymore. So I know people are disappointed obviously. Um, but I think Sony kind of realizes that conventions are, uh, not going to be the big thing that they used to be. Mm -hmm. Um, PAX is a very, uh, like, small regional thing anyway, so I don't think they're, you know, maybe they're better served at, like, a Gamescom or a GDC or something like that, where it's, like, a big event, um, but, yeah, I'd be curious, uh, depending on the statistics of the coronavirus, uh, come, come GDC time, like I said, Gamescom and GDC time, I mean, those are much more international shows, uh, where you would be a little bit more concerned than just the... Uh, northeastern america uh you know not not that uh affected by the coronavirus thus far so i am curious um but i just thought i'd mention it uh if you're going to pax east unfortunately they will not be there uh now let's let's cap it off with a fun little game we're gonna play we're gonna do some predictions um before everything gets announced if it gets announced um we want to do kind of a prediction of what we expect uh, Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo to put out by the end of this year. Um, so what we're talking here are, are things that have not been announced already. And, you know, like kind of just wild guesses about what we think. So like game, like games that haven't been announced or so the release dates that haven't been both, announced? Both, I would oh, okay. say. Because right. number one, the one that came to mind, and Dan said it right away when we started talking about it, was Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah. It has been announced. Yeah. There's no release window on it. Yeah. I think that's coming out this fall. Nintendo's just going to drop that baby. That'd be freaking nice. Nintendo's just going to drop that well, baby. Well, the big reason why is look at their release schedule yeah. after Animal Crossing. There's what do you nothing. have? There's nothing. Plus, they're building on a game engine they already built that's right the, you know that's the key They're building and, on a game engine they already built yeah so. that's the key and i think yeah, i'm being you know optimistic, obviously optimistic yeah. um i think that's coming out this fall because i <laughs> the real question is what do you think they're doing with mario like they're not going to do odyssey 2 i don't think you don't think so no i hope they do something similar like, might do, like i would love super uh, mario galaxy 3 Oh, okay. They haven't done one of those, you know, uh, like the Mario U adventures, like those sort of things, or you know, 3D Land. Like they haven't done yeah, like they did do. They did last last January. Right? They put it. Yeah, oh, they did. They they did, they, they did a remake. Oh, a remake on the Switch. For Switch, yeah. yeah. Uh, of the original Super Mario Brothers. I think U, they just I added think. more characters. Or oh, something okay. Like that, or, yeah. I don't know. What it um, was. but yeah, I'm I'm very curious because. I don't think that game. There's no way that game is this fall. I don't think. No, but New Mario. Would, if yeah, they, if they were to surprise release a Zelda, then you can top it off with a Mario in the next year or two. You know? Exactly. Like, you don't have to yeah. go crazy because exactly. people are going to be playing this for because I, I am curious. I mean, they did. They went from. They did basically. It was Sunshine, then Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Galaxy Two is the other one they did on Wii, and then on Wii U, the only one we got was the. Um, 3D, 3D uh, World. 3D World. So. Which are all good. I, I yeah. love the 3D World. Yeah. Absolutely love it. But I'm very curious if they would do 
in Odyssey 2 or if they would try to do something new and, and different. Yeah. I wonder if they stop with the Galaxy. That's Galaxy 3. I don't know. I, would be cool. I doubt they're going to do it. I yeah, would be they surprised might just that. if they did that. I don't really see them going back and doing stuff like that, you know? And it would Odyssey, be pretty cool, though. It that would be pretty be cool. cool. But Odyssey was similar enough to a combination yeah. of Galaxy and mm-hmm. Super Mario 64, yeah. I think. You know? It was in the spirit of, of yeah. Galaxy, for sure. Who knows? Uh, Metroid Prime form that might be the big one. So that's the question, really. I mean, that's that's another one. That yeah. game was announced, and it, it's it's uh, history has been you know pretty much Edgy. revealed to be. Be uh, on the screen. <laughs> well, Platinum was supposed to be doing it. Okay. Working with them, and then they they pulled out, and now it's Retro doing it. So we're probably not getting a new Donkey Kong Country mm. because they're working on that. So I could. If that game didn't have such a troubled past, yeah. I could see that coming out this year. But I think that one will slip and come out like middle of next year or something. Yeah. Um, any other Nintendo ones that you think? Because no. I was thinking about Pikmin. Oh, oh man. Yeah, there hasn't right. been a Pikmin in We haven't many, had a Pikmin long? in a long time. Like, yeah. Like now, 12 years? Here's like, the thing. Are, there, are we expecting another new version of the Switch anytime soon? Or I don't no. think so. Right. I know people are talking about like the the better hardware, like the more yeah. powerful Switch. Um, I don't know. I'd be surprised. Yeah. Because um, I feel like that would be a big, you know, like yeah, and, put out the more powerful one. Oh, so man. what we didn't mention is Bayonetta 3 yeah. is already announced for this year. Right. And that's being worked on with Nintendo. Like Nintendo's publishing that game for Platinum for the Switch. Gotcha. Um so that'll come out this year. That I could totally see being like a summer this year game. Or the Bayonetta Vanquish that it's, comes out the twenty seventh or the twenty fifth. Is that going to all platforms? Yeah. Oh all right. Uh I wasn't sure. It it's definitely on the major platforms, yeah, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um Yeah, no, it's I'm excited, actually really excited. Have you ever for played that. Vanquish? No, never. No. I've never played Bayonetta either, honestly. I'm, I'm, I haven't played Bayonetta either, but... Uh, you guys should pick up that collection yeah. while there's a lull. Vanquish it's really, is really dude. good. Vanquish is amazing, so and man, Bayonetta is great, but Bayonetta 2 is really, really great. Yeah. All right, so yeah, I mean, that Pikmin's a good call. I could see... It's good. They've done three, right? It's three Pikmin? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. almost Pikmin 3, though. That was like so long ago. That, that was, was on like, the Wii, right? That was Wii. That was like a decade ago. Yeah, that, that was, was on the Wii? Yeah. Or was it Wii U? Might have been Wii U. I thought the last game came around the time Brawl came out because that was like a big, for me at least, having Pikmin be able to play as Pikmin. Well, yeah. the, the first I don't know. I, I got to fact I mean, check the first, that. Yeah, one, the first two were on GameCube, right? I think so. Yes. And then hundred uh, percent. All right. So maybe the third one was just Wii. Oh, it might be on both. You know. Like, yeah, I want to say though, Pikmin three was right around the time that Brawl was coming out. And when, when was that? Two thousand eight. Two thousand. Brawl was so Pikmin three. Came out on the Wii U in 2013. All I was right, very man. wrong. <laughs> yeah. 2013. Oh, then yeah, maybe so I'm thinking of Smash U. Maybe I'm thinking. Yeah, could be. Yeah. Uh, I think, so I could just. I, I, That's I, a good call. I didn't even think about it. I could totally that, see another Pikmin coming out, and I fucking love those and games. You throw, here's what you do. If they announce a collection, then you know it's coming. Right. You know, like, <laughs> right. If they announce like a Switch the Pikmin, trilogy. Pikmin 1 through 3, yeah, then you know it's coming. Hmm. Interesting. Because that would be good. That's, those games are very similar to each other. Yeah. I wonder how a trilogy, like a collection would do. How it would fare. Yeah, because yeah, all three games being, yeah. They are pretty similar. Like yeah. they, they throw in a new Pikmin here and there. And, yeah. you know, you switch between Olimar and Louis in, this, in the third one. 
Um, but yeah, I would I would totally love a, a new Pikmin. I love those games. Yeah. Um, I think that pretty much covers Nintendo. Yeah. What's next, Sony? Sony. Uh, so Horizon a lot of two. a lot of their stuff is out there already. Obviously, we know Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Last of Us Part Two. Um, the thing that we don't know is Sony Santa Monica's next game. It's got to be God of War too, right? Yeah, it has to be. Got to be. That would be next year. Yeah, at the earliest. That's I can't not, imagine it. That's not coming this year. That would be next year at the earliest. Yeah. The interesting one is Horizon. Yeah. Because I could see a Horizon yeah. 2 coming launch. out as a launch. Because here's the thing. They definitely they definitely have some really interesting launch titles kept under wraps right now. Like, have to. Because we have two of the, or three of the biggest games coming out for that system. But or, you got it. You have to think about this. Yeah. Naughty Dog not doing a launch game, obviously. No, but they'll absolutely do what they did last time and just put and a put definitive a, edition out as soon yes, as the right, yeah, right. comes out. You know? But I'm just saying, I'm trying to think of the studio, but not a launch title. You're right. Uh, Bend not having yeah. a launch title. Days Gone just came out. But here's, and I know this is something I've always been optimistic about. Insomniac will have a launch title for them. Wow, I guarantee. Yeah, you think Spider Man Two? No, no, can't no. be. Won't be Spider Man Two, but they will have a Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet game. and Clank, yeah. They oh, bought wait, them. That'd be cool. They bought they them and them. legit said that Ratchet and Clank is vital to the future of Sony. And Ratchet and Clank, the remake came out in twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Yeah, that, that adds up. That's he, pretty cool. I guarantee you it comes out. I could out. see that. Didn't we hear about Naughty Dog doing like a new crash, or was that just rumors? Not Naughty Dog. They're not doing it, but somebody is. Naughty Dog it crashes owned by Microsoft. Oh okay. so they Yeah. Actually Is it Microsoft? Activision, I th- I forget. I don't remember, but uh, definitely not Naughty Dog doing it. But I think the company Vicarious Visions. So it is Activision then. Yeah. Vicarious Visions, uh, is going to make a new Crash game for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. But that's not yeah. What I I want to know what the Sony Studios are doing. Yeah. Like we know. Here's the thing. This is what I'm saying. Rule out the the studios. Nothing for Media Molecule. Yeah, no. Well, BS, Dreams is going on PS5. But of course. Yeah. I'm saying new I, new, new stuff, new, not, yeah. new games. Um, Nothing from Bend, like I said. No. Uh, Insomniac's a good one. That's interesting. It's definitely going to I could happen. totally see that. 100%. Um, nothing from Sucker Punch because Tsushima is coming out this year. Uh, Gorilla. Maybe Gorilla Horizon Two. You know that's yeah. that's that's the big if. It's like will I they push that for a launch or not? What I have a feeling is going to happen is what happened with Second Son, where they wanted it to be a launch title and it's just not ready. Yet. And it's going to come out in February or March. Yeah. I have I, a feeling I, that's a good call. I, yeah. I would see that exactly happening. Um, it and would then, be nice to see these bigger companies like release like working on two things at the same time you know but i said just one game but just, obviously that's not ideal you know like that's not well notoriously you know. uh even naughty dog does that because they have split their team up because yeah. they were doing uncharted last of us yeah, uncharted time yeah last of us because that's what they did yeah they had two teams that were working and then when the one game was finished the other team yeah. came in and helped after uncharted 2 or maybe uncharted 3 in or around that realm they started working on jack 4 mm-hmm. it turned into the last of us yeah and they started working on this other sci-fi game an untitled sci-fi game that also turned into the last of us so like the combination of those two 
became so, one of the better IPs. Right. Ever, one know, of the like, big rumors <laughs> from the episode that we said, yeah. the, or the episode that we were talking about, the rumored stuff, was a new sci-fi game from Naughty Dog announced. I'd love that. But that would not come out this year. No, no way. not even close. That, that would be two years from now yeah. at, the, at the earliest. Yeah, that's two, three years into the PS5's yeah. life cycle for sure. Which Mac would be 3. pretty cool. <laughs> you know, we laugh, but it, it's a possibility. I, it is a possibility. I would love to see an Astrobot two Aww. be a launch title. Oh, I love that game so that's much. That's because that's because the PSVR is supposed to is supposedly going to transition is, right yeah. into it. You know, yeah. I could see them making new move controllers or something like that. Oh God, I hope so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Astrobot, um, or bringing back the the ability to use the little one for yeah. directional control. Know. You know, um, but I could see that being something. You know, I, that's a that's a cool idea. Or Moss, but Astrobot had more of an. Uh, Astrobot was, Astro Bot was first party too. Yeah, Moss was right, right, right. Yeah. There was Sony Japan, right? Yeah. Um, so I could see that happening, but right. I, I think Horizon's the biggest questionable one too. Horizon play. is the biggest, I think, should be launch title. Yeah. I could totally see it. Yeah. The, doing the second Sun thing. Yeah. But yeah, I think we covered Sony pretty well on that front. Uh, everyone's saying a new Gran Turismo is coming. I love Gran Turismo. I think that'll be a launch title. Yeah. And people love car games as launch titles because it makes the machine look really good. Oh, yeah. Pretty. Yeah. Yeah, they always do that. Yeah, they <laughs> do. Remember, what was that game? When PS3 came out, They it was like a mud game. It wasn't mud because I know that is a game, but it was um, it was like something off-road. Dirt Rally? Not Dirt Rally. I can't remember the name of it, but it was in that vein. It was just yeah. like something where you could drive a pretty car yeah. through mud and mud <laughs> splash on the screen. Yeah. And it was like that was that was the game. There was yeah. nothing to it. You just raced through the desert, right. you know. Um, but yeah. yeah, I think that pretty much covers Sony. Uh, as for Microsoft, we kind of know a lot of what they're doing. We know yeah. that they want Hellblade to to be. They're way more transparent than anybody else. Halo has. Infinite. They want it to be launched. Yeah. They haven't really specifically said that stuff. But it's but, yeah. pretty obvious yeah. they're like signposting what they want to do. That's also the the smartest thing for them to do. Yes. How do you sell a console when you're sitting here going, all these games are going to be on Steam, basically? Yes. It's like by putting Halo on there. By yes. not only putting Halo on there, but maybe an, an announcing a Gear 6 towards that time yes. of the season. You know, Definitely. Like, yep. Uh, so I think they're pretty, pretty straightforward, I think, for the uh, most part. Uh, the only questions are their new studios. What are they going to be doing? Right. Um, because they did buy a lot of new studios. Obviously, Ninja Theory, Hellblade 2, we already said. Yeah. but. Um, and I'm assuming they're going to keep playing with this bleeding edge thing. So definitely, yeah, yeah, that'll that'll be a thing for them for for better or worse. Um, and then I would love a new banjo game. Oh, I was thinking about something that. Rare. I was thinking about banjo. Rare yeah, something. it's not going to happen. But rare, it would be cool. rare announced their new game already, though. They announced yeah. the it's 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 that like nature. Oh right, 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 game. right, right. They showed it at E3, I, I think. Yeah, it was kind of like, or it was at the Game Awards. I don't remember. Yeah. or something like that. It I was remember. pastel looking, and it seemed like it was a co-op. Like they were taking, um, uh, what's the Sea of Thieves? They're taking the Sea of Thieves idea and just putting it into a new setting. Yeah, which you know, for me, all I want is a new Viva Pinata from them. <laughs> for God's sakes, <laughs> the most underappreciated Guacamole. series ever. <laughs> Guacamole is pretty good. Um, but uh, yeah, the, v- I, I think rare will just be focused on that one. Yeah. Um, and then as far as the other ones, I mean, the one that's interesting to me is obsidian. Yeah. 
like, are they going to make a big RPG? I know that when Phil Spencer started talking about what they were going to do, uh, he had said, because they have a game announced, Obsidian, I think, but he was like, we know, we bought Obsidian because we love the games they make. We're not here to change what they do. Yeah. So I think they, they will be putting out a new, um, a new you know, big RPG like they've done with Pillars of Eternity and, and right. All right. you know, a lot of their stuff. So, you know, excited for that kind of stuff. Oh, we didn't talk about uh, Blue Point games either with their remakes coming I'm out. I'm positive like, what it know. is. I know it's Demon Souls. Demon Souls, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is but super exciting. Like, for do me. they do they put that out around the console launch time? Do they just make it PS4? I think that's you know? going to be a launch title. Yeah. I Man, really now do. we got to play another Souls game. It's a blessing and a curse. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's a blessing, but it's also a curse. <laughs> like hardcore. Um, but yeah, I mean, you guys got anything else uh, last minute, or you think? Uh, not that I could. Th- I, I mean, other than what, what's the new IP? Uh, Godfall was the new IP that was. It was that just that's Sony, not a, or was that both? No, that's a Gearbox. So okay, that's, right. that, yeah, yeah, just that'll, going that'll come on everything. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll find out more soon. I'm sure whenever the Sony event happens, yeah, they're very, very ambiguous about we'll that. I'm very curious to see how, how spot on the predictions were for those, those rumors. Watch, we get nothing right. Yeah. <laughs> like not one thing. Yeah. They pull, oh, they sure. pull Godfall. Not even that. <laughs> uh, the only other thing I want to mention real quick is, uh, Baldur's Gate three. Uh, they're doing a big Larian's doing a big, uh, showcase on february 27th so i think we're going to see our first official gameplay maybe get a date um so i'm super stoked for cool that. Nice. and if that's it guys i think we're going to call it there um thank you shelby for being here as always thank you for thank having. you dan for being you guys here. it was an absolute pleasure to be here again and thank you guys out there so much for listening um we hope you enjoyed and catch us on the next episode of the circle back podcast peace Hey everyone, thanks so much for watching and or listening. Just here to remind you that you can find us by searching for Circleback Podcasts or Circleback Gaming on any of these podcast services. Anchor, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, or Stitcher. By God, I'm out of breath because of all these podcast services, but you can find us anywhere there. Also, you can find us, our video version, on YouTube by searching Circleback Podcasts or Circleback Gaming uh, and the rest of the videos we do. Thanks, guys.